the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour podcast, and we're live today, kids, boys and girls. Give me a call if you care to participate in the show. 312-642-5600. I do love this song. I got to tell you, I do. Kind of like you, love those yoga pants you continue to wear. Do you have, do you need a loan? Do you have another pair of pants? For God's sakes. I got one guy in there wearing two shirts, another guy in there in women's jeans. It's a freak show here at 560 AM. But I have to tell you, when I tweeted, I was on my way in. Today is the last day where I have to drive my uh, high school graduating daughter to her private school. And I think of all of the sacrifices that my wife and I made to uh, carry our own water, as it were, to uh, not subject our kids to the, the slow cook of this socialism utopian nonsense where education is to be, be provided by the state and we wonder why it stinks, why it sucks, why it's insufficient. And at the same time this is going on, I'm watching here in Chicago as they celebrate, yay, Lori Lightfoot, who bears a striking resemblance to Gary Coleman, how she just won the mayor's race. She's the 56th mayor of Chicago in her little boy's costume. And it's just bizarre to me. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't talk about this. I, tell you, but I got in trouble yesterday, Justin. Did you know? I didn't know that in a, in a uh, same-sex couple marriage, when they're two men, they're both husbands, and when they're two women, they're both wives. But, you know, I, I didn't know that. How the hell would I know that? I just thought they were a couple. I didn't think they actually gave each other the customary titles. But what do I know? They're making it up as they go along anyway. But, hey, apparently this is a great thing. And, I, you know, it doesn't bother me. I've never understood why someone's sexuality is an asset or a liability, especially when it comes to the policies of stupidity. 
which Lightfoot has all the cards are, are stacked in her favor. And I'm listening to news media celebrate her really consolidating power to her office. Now, I understand the argument of why she needed to, on her first half day, which will not be her last half day, on her first half day, um, execute an executive order stripping away permit power from aldermen. And it's, yay, the crowd goes crazy. Because throughout Chicago's history, aldermen have misused, abused, and corrupted that power. And it's terrible, and it's an atrocity. But there's something more diabolical going on. We are now celebrating the fact that now she is the only one who can misuse and be corrupt. Well, that is really the opposite of the basis of a republic. What should have happened is that power should have been spread out, not consolidated. And I have yet to hear that uh, espoused by anybody in the media of any type. I don't like the idea that um, every time government fails or every time it gets caught with its hand in the cookie jar, it puts itself in a better position to continue to do that because that's what you did. Now all you need to do is be a Lori Lightfoot contributor. Now all you need to do is pay off a Lori Lightfoot campaign or have an insider with her. You have no other recourse, at least when an alderman would misuse and abuse that power. You could run and tell other people. You could run to the mayor. You had, you had people above that alderman that you could get. Who's above the mayor now? So when the mayor misuses that power, when she corrupts that power, when she uh, uh, puts it in the hand of contributors in the same fashion that Ed Burke did, who do you go to? So I, I think it's the wrong fix um, for a problem that you're taking advantage of to have one person be able to make terrible decisions versus the decision-making spread amongst the many, which would be a harder system to corrupt. And it brings me to what we're seeing in, in, in national news. This is my greatest argument. I love the idea we have a republic. And I don't think people get it. I know that kids don't get it. Kids have no idea. And you, and, and you watch various media uh, bites from news and they chant how we're a democracy. We're not a democracy for a very specific reason. We have individual rights. Mobocracy is rejected in a republic. It's embraced in a democracy. Throughout history, the democracies of the world are where the most tyranny lies. Because everybody can rally the majority against the minority. Everybody can do it. And, 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 and what happens is that it's supposed to be on the concept of what Americanism is. That's supposed to not matter. A majority of people are not supposed to be able to rule over the minority. That the, the, the country is founded a, a, about the smallest minority of all the individual. And here, it, you know, we're imploding from within. They're, they're promoting doubling down on bad as a new start and a fresh idea of Lori Lightfoot here in Illinois. And I'm not going to listen. Dan went crazy with the Lori Lightfoot clips. I mean, there's got to be 30 of them up here. I'm not going to play them. You want to hear... Lori Lightfoot, it's, it's simple. Listen to Rahm Emanuel on his first day. Listen to uh, Tricky Dick, uh, uh, what's his name? Daly, Richard Daly. On his, the, the, the second time he won, after the third time he won, before the first time he won. It's all the same. So is this going to end in some sort of a fix for Chicago? Ah, I don't think so at all. It, it, it may regulate for a short short period of time. It'll 
it'll expose kind of the, the, the aldermen that were doing the wrong thing, but nothing will come of it. The aldermen will go to court over this, and they'll win. Because the system of government isn't about the fix to it consolidating it and making Lori Lightfoot a prince. You want to see what I did there, Justin? Prince. I want one prince. Uh-huh. Could have went with princess, but no, prince. Um, because that's always going to be the wrong idea. In the same way, it's the wrong idea for the Republican Trump to seize macroeconomic rights that he doesn't have. And you know, it's funny. Um, my daughter, like her father, didn't do a lot of the homework she was supposed to do so over the last couple of weeks for getting ready for She had to turn in a bunch of assignments, crunch time. And I got to, you know, I sat there. I helped her a little bit. I normally don't, but I, I did in this particular instance because um, she was being propagandized. And, and the majority of what she had to watch for her political science class, which ironically is the one she didn't do the homework in, which not the problem I ever had, um, was a lot of stuff from modern day national news. And it was interesting to me. What the school, which is a great private school, I mean, at least I have to tell myself it's great. I've paid a ridiculous sum, um, you know, had her do. And, and it was primarily based on watching um, NPR stuff and, and, and Frontline and, you know, uh, kind of Manila uh, takes on things. So I, I really don't watch these things in all seriousness. I recognized NPR as a, as a fraud years and years ago. Um, so I don't, I, I don't really watch Frontline that much, but I was forced to over the last couple of weeks. And I have to tell you, it was interesting. It was really, really interesting because what it proves is that all along, all this time, the people who are in charge of this uh, national direction of opinion and news do know right from wrong. It's either that or they just hate Trump so much they're forced into the right ideology for once. But it was interesting to notice how they recapped exactly what's been happening over the course of the Trump uh, administration and the dangers, misuse of terms, both globalism and nationalism and all of this. And it was it was fascinating to um, have them recognize the fact that this particular instance of our country being dragged and pushed into different positions is really because of a consolidated power that the people have let happen throughout, you know, the last 70 years for sur- for sure. But how the ignorance of, of the citizen is how the, the uh, power has been consolidated and the fears of the founder has been realized. And that is because both in the Lori Lightfoot case here in Chicago and both in the national Washington news, this type of decision making was not to be amongst a very few. It was to be spread out over the many. And it makes you realize that the plan has worked successfully for the devious members of our government, both um, in Chicago and in Washington, that the people have, have rightfully recognized failure, corruption, and extortion by politicians, but that they've run to the wrong conclusion, that they have, they have chanted for the, against their own very interest. And in both cases, both in Lori Lightfoot's case and in Donald Trump's trade policies, although from different parties, the result will be the same, as it always is. And that is failure. It is failure. But what happens in the meantime is that the rhetoric, the animosity, the temperature and climate of division becomes greater. It happens every single time. And tit-for-tat stupidity and tit-for-tat examples of of, of bad policies on bad players on both teams, that's going to strengthen. And is there a better selection? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not going to come out here and tell you that uh, it's the same to have the Democrats run things that it is the Republicans. It's not, but it is the same direction, and it will be the same result. The question is the speed of things. That's the only, only difference. Because under an Ocasio-Cortez and that mindset and the, you know, the communist dozen running for um, the Democrat nominee, the, the collapse and the takeover and the, the destination of Venezuela will be rapid. It will happen within the next you know, 20, 25 years. It's not the end of the world because um, the world will, or the country itself will ironically ra- raise up again from the ashes that socialism is bringing it to. And moreover, we are not recognizing the fire that is the socialist fire as it thrives under the Trump administration. And what I mean by that is I've listened to um, the Trump supporters of this nationalism. I'm inundated on Twitter. I have one in particular who's probably a nice kid. He's, a, uh, you could, he's in tech in some industry. I don't want to give away who he is. Um, but he, you know, constantly inundating me with, yes, I love a trade war and national populism. And uh, it's shocking to me that for once the Lightfoots and the conservative Trump supporters can agree on a common ground but can identify it. You do understand that Trump's philosophy is socialism, that price protecting, that the bailouts, he says, don't worry about the results of what's happening, the invisible effects of his stupidity, of his, by the way, double cross. I see now in the news, I'm looking on the Drudge Report, China broke the agreement. And you know what? 80% of the people that follow Donald Trump will believe that. They'll put mustard on it and eat it up like a fat lady at a zoo. They're going to love it. Because they forget the timeline of what happened. The timeline of how we've been forced into this trade war, which the ramifications of which are starting to appear faster than I thought they would. And I am t- I'm here to tell you that in the f- near future, it's going to be real spicy out there, kids. Because inflation, they've been able to tuck it away and hide it. Most people don't understand how to inflationally adjust before the monetary policy that's increased our, our money supply 600% since 2000, right? Most people don't get it. They just look at numbers. Illinoisans are the prime example. I sold my house for 320 and I bought it in the 90s for 200 I made 120000 They don't understand inflationally adjust. They actually lost 160. They don't get it. And it's, it's even harder to do in your everyday life. When you realize that through the natural gas explosion, through the oil discoveries, through the, through the manipulation of oil production, that gas right now is the equivalent of half of what it was, although the price at the pump you're paying is virtually the same. You can't get your head around what you can't see. That's what um, dictators of all kinds bank on. They bank on you accepting the verbiage of their news Versus listening and and watching yourself what happened. For instance, I'll tell you what I mean. I was reading over the clips that uh, Dan had done. And there's something about Fox News that you're going to see the hardcore Trump supporters completely flip on Fox News. And here's what I will say about Donald Trump. I do like some of the things he does. But I appreciate even the things I disagree with that he has a talent for. I appreciate that he has a talent to get people to chant against their own best interest 
and a fake patriotism. You have to admire it. It's really something. I appreciate he was able to get banks and investment firms and people of all kinds to invest in him while absolutely and completely lying, whether it be from Trump University to the Taj Mahal to various other things. However, I don't want to penalize him for that. Hey, shame on the people that bought on you, invested with you, gave you their money. That's that's up for them. But in this case, when you're the president, I'm forced into the loss. When people bought into Trump University and lost 35000 to have a barista tell them how to flip houses, it's, it's teach their own. Let the idiots beware. But when you have gotten the presidency and you're misusing its power, you've become a fiat dictator, and you're destroying the value of my dollar, now that's all of our problem. And I wonder how many people who agree and disagree see... The foundation of disruption you're now setting among the people who watched Fox News and supported you solely because Fox News did. And I'm curious, I admire the way in which you're starting the wedge of division. We would lose everything if we go with the people that you see that are running for office. You saw that last night I watched Alfred E. Newman. What's going on with Fox, by the way? What's going on there? They're putting more Democrats on than you have Republicans. It's something strange is going on at Fox, folks. Something very strange. Did you see this guy last night? I did want to watch. I, you always have to watch the competition, if you call it that. And he was knocking the hell out of Fox, and Fox has put him in. Somebody's going to have to explain the whole Fox deal to me. See, Fox News is a news organization. They actually have to bring you news that they don't necessarily agree with. In fact, they're not supposed to have, have an opinion. That's what real news is. The problem is, in this country, we don't know what real news is anymore. We've allowed it to be subversed, and we, moreover, we've allowed our opinions to be manipulated. Because the greatest Democrat to ever run the country at all is Donald Trump. Donald Trump's policy are exactly that of the, the Democrat he was in the 90s, and he is today. And what's the only thing that's changed isn't the Democrat that Donald Trump was. Sure, he calls himself a Republican. He also calls himself an athlete. I mean, you, it doesn't matter what you self-describe. What are you? In America today, that doesn't matter. You can self-describe. Whereas before, it was, I don't want to hear what you say. I want to see what you do. That philosophy is gone. And the reality is you cannot name a policy. Not a policy, macroeconomic policy, where Donald Trump is not a Democrat. Now, there is a benefit to Donald Trump that I think there is a reason he's there, and I hope he's right on. And it is also in the news locally as it is nationally, and that is the abortion decision. And it's amazing to me how Americans can't focus on fundamental principles, can't apply them in the same situation, go more with emotion than fact. And it's the same economically as it is in the abortion issue. Now, you're not going to hear too many guys that are going to want to talk about these things in parallels. But I will. I will talk about them in parallels because it'll give you, I hope, that vision of it isn't about opinion, it's about reality. It isn't about opinion, it's about reality when it comes to macroeconomic policies, when it comes to principles of fundamental economics. It isn't about emotion, it's about principle when it comes to the right and wrong in life itself. And people twist themselves in knots to justify an emotion 
more than to recognize a fact in both instances. And I think it's important we do spend a little time on the extremes. Let's do that for just a moment. Because as I watch these parades and I sit there with my kids and my daughter and my wife and I, and I listen to these women who I, I, I just I think it's amazing to me that mothers and wives and daughters can talk so frivolously about killing babies. It's, 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 it's amazing. And this idea that it's a choice. And, and, the, and the, the fact is the choice isn't the baby. The baby is the consequence. The choice is beforehand. Now, are there some instances of rape and incest? Okay, yeah. Very few, and we could argue the percentages, and one side's got 1%. But you can't argue the fact the kid doesn't know it. There isn't a one of you that knows if your mother was in the mood or not. You like to hear fairy tales, and you believe stories, but you really don't know. In fact, some of the greatest people in history may have been conceived due to some version of a date rape or an outright rape. Who the hell knows? And why is that everybody's society's business anyway? And if the one good thing can come out of a tragedy, wouldn't that good thing be used to help the woman who was victimized in the tragedy? I've always wondered that. It's amazing that we can be so cavalier in the American genocide of 60 million babies being slaughtered. And, and, and people who give you the news and who watch the news and are outraged here in Chicago, as you see, that poor young pregnant girl murdered and her baby cut out of her womb. And, oh, my God, there's, it's horrific. And they're right. It's the, the tragedy among tragedies. I, I, I'm assuming it's all over the country. I don't know. But what a tragedy. And the reality is, why not call it an abortion to make people feel good about it? Okay, the abortion went wrong and the mother died. But the, the violence to the infant is less in that case than it is in an abortion. And people are disgusted and turn away. And I've listened to this. Both men, women, children, because they want to bury their hand into this, in, 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 bury their head in the sand of the reality of what abortion is. And it's the same thing that happens when you bury your head in the sand when it comes to fundamental principles in government. I'm sorry. I know that they're not supposed to be, you can't talk about two things at the same time in this country anymore, but it's the truth. If you don't have fundamentals in, in a simple foundational issue like killing of a true version of innocence, a baby. How the hell am I supposed to expect people to understand principles and fundamentals and right and wrong when it comes to government's position over the citizen? So I think you can use it as an indication of just how lost we are. We are really blind mice in this country, and we are really just feeling ourselves around. At least when we focus on the fact that China penalizes people for having babies, in some cases kills the baby, imprisons the mother. We can identify that as wrong. But you apply that to the same instance here, and it's a woman's choice. It's mind-boggling to me how we have twisted ourselves into an immoral pretzel to justify a genocide unlike any. It's horrific throughout history what governments have done to, to fellow citizens. It's outrageous, and, and, and it should be you know, rightfully pointed out and rejected and Protection should be made. Who speaks for the kid that's slaughtered? And then when you do and you're, you're a man, you don't get to talk about that. A woman has a right over her body. So in this country, we can come to an agreement that only women get to kill people and, and not just strangers. You can kill your kid. 
and 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 for some reason those words seem vulgar or seem seem over the top or aggressive but you'd rather hide behind the word of abortion and slaughtering a child it's sickening to me so i'm not i'm not that surprised i'm just disgusted that we continue to pretend we're so progressive and we're so advanced and we're so civilized and that at the same sense these people who are advocating that money be used public money to kill the babies also advocate that money should be used to, to continue uh, the, the life from cradle to grave of, of, the, of the babies as well. I can't figure out those conflicting principles. They confuse me. And it confuses me in the same way as I'm going to watch for the next year and a half the Democrat, Donald Trump, run as a conservative Republican. It's confusing to me how we sit idly by as we subsidize particular industries. Of, of, uh, uh, that we know we're going to be harmed by this trade war started by Donald Trump. Could have been avoided. And it reminds me of the lack of principles, that the, the, that the, the lack of economic principles that the Republican Party has. The ones who are supposed to be aware of the debt. The ones who are supposed to be aware of, of government policies that lead to taxation. That are supposed to fight for reasonable, equitable treatment by the government to its citizens. You're not. You're hiding behind this tribalism, this, this fraud, and what you know to be wrong. You know this is wrong. And I listen to the people who somewhat support it on the news, whether it's Kudlow or Stephen Moore. Yeah, but it might come out this way. Is this something that we allow a few people to tinker with? Have you lost the principles of what it is? Because this is your guy. But it won't be long. Your guy won't be in there. And this is the kind of person that'll be running the country. Also, check this out. What are those, begonias? I don't know. What I love, too, is growing plants that are culturally familiar to the... You know how stupid this sounds? This, 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 is, this is a stupid, ridiculous idea and concept promoted by one and her supporters. And it is those principles and that stupidity is not supposed to be able to change our fundamentals and principles. But you're accepting it when it comes to this guy. Biden deserted you. He's not from Pennsylvania. I guess he was born here, but he left you, folks. This guy talks about, oh, I know Scranton. I know that. Well, I know the place is better. He left you for another state and he didn't take care of you. And it's about the fear and it's about the hatred and it's about being controlled. And we've got 535 representatives in, the, in Washington, D.C., and nobody can fight away this power from these people. That the more it fails, the stronger they get, and the Lori Lightfoots come up along and they run on the same thing. But what are they running on and what are they doing is the exact opposite of what America is. We don't celebrate when the power is collective into a very, very few where their ideas, their naivete, were bound by the ramifications of both. That's not America. I, I, I am dis- disgusted by how we've turned over the keys of right and wrong to politicians, people who exhibit the, uh, their lack of right and wrong in their knowledge. Now, that being said, to watch how, how government is protecting itself as it goes after singular politicians it disagrees with, I find troubling. And I'm wondering how this is going to play out and if it will play out in the best possible position for us, the American citizen. How could you 
see, I, I just feel like I'm, I'm watching us get played and we're losing through our, our compassion and through our support. I think it's wrong the way that Donald Trump is being attacked, his finances from the 90s and going after the paperwork. I get that. But how are we going to get to a position where we can tell Donald Trump, look, we support you and we want you to go forward, but we need you to turn back the keys of power to the, to the representatives. We need these decisions and laws to not be segregated into a small White House, but into, into the government we were promised, into the representation we were promised, into Congress. And the reality is, I don't know how that's going to happen under these, these circumstances. When our leaders and the people we turn to and, the, and the, uh, the entrepreneurs and the examples of right and wrong are guys like Tim Cook. In some important ways, my generation has failed you in this regard. We spent too much time debating We've been too focused on the fight and not focused enough on progress. You, see you don't what's need happened. to look far to find an example of that failure. So now here's a guy who runs a private company who is what he's calling for, what he's saying to kids, is that we've spent too much time debating, not enough time acting. And at the same time this is being spread on the knowledge of the citizens, politicians are grabbing and seizing power. This is setting yourself up for the kind of government tyranny that led Europe into World War II and led Venezuela into a wasteland. It is about stepping back from the board and seeing the direction of the game. And as what I'm trying to show you is that it's Republicans and Democrats. It's from your local municipality to your entrepreneur icons. They're chanting, they're demanding, and they're abusing a collective power that was never supposed to be among a small few. And there is no one calling for the republic that the American government was founded on, was guaranteed to be. And when you have guys who are... Who are really corporatists like Tim Cook from Apple, and you have him demanding for another, if you listen to what he's actually saying to these kids, he's demanding that debates stop and actions begin. And that is the opposite of what we're supposed to do. You understand that all of this things, all of the problems of America, they were supposed to be debated. They were supposed to be fought. They were supposed to be over a massive length of time. That what you see is actions taken by a small few, that the ramifications are not thought out, and the representation is not there. That's what we have happening real time in America, from the big cities like Chicago to the, to the mal-run, or misrun, corrupt states like Illinois, all the way up to Washington, D.C. And the principles and fundamentals that we're supposed to be held to account by are ignored. And you know what got me on this tangent today? I went to, uh, last week, the station had a wonderful guy, a guy I love, Dennis Prager, and he came in to, um, for a smoker. And, you know, I love everything they say, and he's a conservative icon. There's no, no arguing that. And I'm watching the conservative principles of the conservative icon go into a position of too big to fail, um, the public square where he himself is suing YouTube for taking down videos, where we are now losing the fundamental principles of private property rights, and this is somehow a conservative idea. And I, have, I have, was so proud of the American Tea Party 
after it was uh, 2010 when they won the election, after 2008 election, after really, uh, you know, TARP and our rejection of, of how wrong everything was. And I'm looking at that Tea Party turn into a, a calling for a totalitarian dictatorship. And I'm wondering, how does it pan out where we get back to those principles? I don't see it happening under the, th- the triple witching of, of ignorance, the triple witching of a demand for people to really kind of want to be ruled. As you listen, from Tim Cook to Donald Trump to Lori Lightfoot to Orkai, these are people that are demanding that a small few go forward. Listen, this is, I want to thank you for tuning in. Where's my little orange button here, kid? I'm getting called from the other room. Thank you so much for listening to the Liberty Hour. Thank you. The orange button isn't here, kid. Hit the music. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.